0: The little The little bit of 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 Hello, 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 my faithful friends and family. It is I, the gaming prophet, here who hath been commissioned by the gaming gods themselves, even Miyamoto the Father Kojima the Son and Carmack the Holy Ghost, appeared unto me in prophetic vision, commanding me to return the one true gaming podcast back to Earth. In order to do that, I was instructed to simply interview creative and interesting people about their favorite gaming memories. Growing up, that's the spiel. I talk to people, I meet people, I ask them about the games they like, and just get to know them and today we have a guest this guest is a streamer and an all-around badass who i initially came across on the oh, the tiktok <gasps> i know the filthy tiktok look tiktok is awesome you want to know why because it is true china is spying on you but if you just hand your data over let the chinese algorithm spy on your entire life for about three months all of a sudden tiktok is going to start hitting you home runs like 40 50 of the shit it shows you is shit you legitimately like it's got me figured out it's addictive as hell it's dangerous 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 but it showed me a video by this young lady who goes her streamer handle is taze gg gg uh, i think the gg stands for good game anyway i came across her on this tiktok video where a girl is crying and her mascara is running and i was like oh shit i don't want to see someone cry i don't want to feel depressed but i watched turned out She's talking about gaming and how the friends she has made online, the good times she's had playing games with friends online, make all the bullshit of living with a disability worth it. It was a very touching video and had good music. Made me a little emotional. And I just said, fuck it. Let's see if she wants to come on the podcast because she did not say, specify, you know, what things she was going through, what she meant. I believe she said disability in the post, just saying like, hey, when life sucks, gaming with your friends can make it better. And uh, I thought it was really cool because there's a huge aspect. I don't know how else to say this. Like our society is morphing in a way where online culture is almost becoming more prevalent than meat bag culture in real life culture when we're walking around in our meat suits. And gaming etiquette and gaming culture, I think, is going to continue to influence the entire lexicon of human interaction and it's an important part of what's going on and and people are finding meaningful relationships with people online and uh it's a real thing i think it's important it's going to happen more and more that caught my interest and i i asked her to come on the podcast and talk about it and she did so uh she's a pretty fucking good. She always jokes about how she's not good at these games, but I know from training jujitsu and doing MMA, like, casual training, the people who self-deprecate and say they suck are usually the ones who are the assassins. So I have a suspicion that she's better than she says she is, because she's always talking like, I'm I'm always getting carried by my team, I'm always fucking the game up, I'm always missing my shots. She just always is joking about how shitty she is at gaming, which leads me to believe she's probably better than she's letting on. A lot of first-person gaming FPS, Warzone, uh, Tay, T A Y Z G G, Taze, on all the applicable places Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you name it, Taze double G. Other than that, I've been playing a lot of PS1 games, prepping for launching my YouTube channel the official way. I'm going to be uh, doing a lot of boss runs, capturing footage via emulation in the highest quality way that I possibly can using the best available community texture packs and mods and uh, just basically doing like iconic playthroughs so for example I have all the bosses summons and spells from Final Fantasy 8 with all the fancy mods being very meticulous about my recording quality and my conversions to maintain as crisp of a picture as possible so the final product can be you can enjoy what playing some of these old games with all the cool shit that's taking me years to learn how to do without doing all that work. You can just get a little shot of nostalgia right to your brain, squish that back there, hit that pituitary gland, start churning out some dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. Get me that juice, baby! And I'm trying to record it in the most potent, time-efficient manner. So let's say you love Final Fantasy VIII, but you really love Diablos. Well, it's gonna be time-stamped. You can click on Diablos, go right to the part of the game that you'd like to see. Boom! Bada-bing, bada-boom, you get to see with all the dopest shit available in 20. 21 i'm also doing that with a lot basically only ps1 games working my way through legend of the dragoon right now or the legend of dragoon is how you're technically supposed to say it people online been shitting all over me i moved the one word the around i made one tiny little mistake and people are up in arms oh my god he said the name of the game wrong why is he even alive he should slit his wrists people are brutal online and uh, I thought it wouldn't bother me. It kind of bothered me for about three weeks. And then I realized how fucking inconvenient it is to be bothered by dumb motherfuckers online. And I just flipped a switch. And it hasn't been too bad since. Been having some good luck, Gran Turismo video did well. Uh, Legend of the Dragoon video did well trying to pop out tasty daily content and then create some juicy meaty content for the old YouTubes. That's about it. Other than that, I've been talking to people about their favorite games growing up and I really enjoyed my conversation with Taze Double G. Check her out. I'll put all applicable links in the podcast description as usual. She's a badass streamer. Thank her very much for coming on the podcast and being very personal and telling us about her fucking life. And I'll have to say one disclaimer. After we finished the podcast we talked a little bit more and she didn't I could tell she's not the type of person who's a complainer she sort of undersold how difficult the transition and dealing with her condition. I'll, I won't spoil it. I let her tell that story. She sort of undersold undersold it in the podcast. And as I talked to her after the podcast a little bit more, um, she's dealing with some real shit. I've, I found her to be a really impressive person because when I put myself into her shoes and thought about you know how would I handle things if I was in the same situation as her, and my confidence in myself wasn't super high. She's dealing with some real. Shit shit so i think that she's a uh, inspirational person in that regard i don't think it was intentional she likes to downplay how good she is at stuff she likes to downplay you know what she's dealing with but uh that's usually the sign of someone who's a badass and i think she's a badass check her out in other words i say he sings in the name of me mother the father God, the son and carmack the holy ghost amen and enjoy the show All right. All right. All right. I, so I purposely didn't want you to give me any more spills before we got on the podcast because I wanted to get my initial like my raw reaction to your story. And the reason why for the people listening, this will probably come out in a few weeks, uh, I came across your TikTok video. And normally if I see a video of like a girl crying, I'm like, ah, I don't want to feel sad. So I just scroll by. But yeah. it, I, I forgot what it was in the initial like opening seconds it was something about like maybe the text you put about like gaming. I'm like, this has to do with gaming. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching it and then I got super emotional and I was like, I got to talk to this chick. And I just commented on your thing. And uh, that's how I get a lot of podcast guests. and You got right back to me. And so yeah, to, yeah. to give people a preface, you posted a video hinting at you used gaming to get through a disability and that gaming connects us to people. Like, I don't think it gets enough credit. Like you make real friends online, even if you don't see them in person. Absolutely. And that's what I wanted to get into. So for me to hear the whole story from the first time and for the audience, I want to yeah. hear the background behind that. For I'll put a link to your TikTok and your Instagram in the video, but yeah. whatever, whatever music you put on and the way you put it together like i legitimately started tearing up i was like she's right
1: <laughs> gaming thank is so you. awesome uh! thank and, you so uh, much so,
0: yeah i was like i gotta talk to this chick so tell us the story
1: yeah so um i've been gaming since i was like younger it's always been something that i've really enjoyed you know i had the original playstation i had an original game boy that's probably showing my age but like something i enjoyed and in middle school i was doing the whole online thing but i was just really doing it to honestly talk to guys I liked I liked playing but I would like meet up with the guys in high school and that Um, and I got red ring right before I went to college so it was kind of weird timing but I just didn't I didn't end up gaming in college at all I had a lot going on and it just never was a thing for me you know here and there maybe if someone had a console I would um, jump on a game or two but nothing crazy so um, after college I started to get a little bit sick And I didn't really know what was going on. And I had bought an Xbox again after a breakup. So again, all these like things (laughs) that I just like things that pop up in my life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be spending a lot of time probably feeling kind of down and and video games are something that a lot of people use, I think, to just get away from things. And that's kind of what this TikTok was hinting at. But to elaborate more on that, after I bought this Xbox, after the breakup, I started, um, getting really dizzy all the time and not really knowing what was going on and it was impacting my life a lot, I would go exercise and get really dizzy or I'd be in the shower and get really dizzy. So a couple of years later, they diagnosed me with something called POTS, which is a uh, Postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, it's not super common, but it's not also super rare. Uh, And it's not like terminal or anything, but it basically just means that when I stand up, my heart works really fast to keep the blood going around in my body. So I'm actually doing this from bed right now because it's just easier sometimes for me to lie down and be that way. But anyway, so I was finding that anything to do with being active was causing me a lot of distress and gaming was the one thing that i could do and i could lie down and i could just like enjoy myself like It got my mind off of everything that I was feeling physically, which is something that I there's so many things out there that people use to distract from both physical and and mental things. But gaming was so like you have to focus so hard. You're so in there, you know, visually you're talking. There's so many things going on that I couldn't think about anything going on with my body. I was just like keyed in. So I have 72 days on Rainbow Six Siege because I was not working. I was on disability leave and all I did every day, because it was the only thing that got me not thinking about my symptoms, which were exacerbated by anxiety, for sure. I was an anxious mess. I was super depressed. I hated my life. I went from being super active and doing all these things to like basically being bedbound in a matter of months. So I was just like crushed.
0: What other other symptoms? So is the main symptom nausea or lightheadedness when you stand up or do anything active?
1: just dizziness in general I get a lot of like vertigo I get some kind of disconnect a little bit you've definitely there are people that faint I don't personally faint but that is a symptom as well. And then my heart will race. I'll have random moments where my heart will just start to race. I just like the way my body responds to it is it's just kind of like excess adrenaline in my body. So, and you would think that video games would make that worse, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not one of those sweaty players that like yeah. my heart gets pumping when I'm in like the final circle of a battle royale. Like they've always been something that have more comforted me than anything. But at the time when all this was going on, it's funny too, because I was like so scared to play with people. I would do cat casual matches in Rainbow Six because I didn't want to play ranked and get stuck in a match and feel like I couldn't leave if something like if my heart started to race and I needed to pull out of the game like I was so paranoid about that so like my friends would invite me to play or the ones that I did have at the time on there which wasn't a big list I wasn't I just got back into it I I didn't have all my college friends or people that I met online so I would like just play by myself because I didn't want to like have to be like oh I have to go and shut off my Xbox at the time. So it wasn't till probably the summer where I reconnected with a couple friends from college that I didn't know super well when I went to college. But they came in and I started playing with them every single night, playing, gosh, Destiny and PUBG and like some random games like that. And at the time, too, I was staying with my aunt. My, my parents had were so fed up with me. And so fed up with all, I wasn't fully diagnosed. They didn't know what was going on with me. I was like very difficult to, to deal with, to be around because yeah. I was just so messed up. I had spent some time in the psych ward for a little bit. They just thought that I was just like, it was all in my brain. Like I was just a mess.
0: And was all of this like, as was like a cat, like all cascading effects from the symptoms? Because I'm, I'm imagining like the closest thing that I can try to relate to would be. I've had some gut issues and sometimes I'll be nauseous for an extended period of time. And sometimes after a while, it's like, man, I've been nauseous for like five hours. It's just like, ah, it kind of grinds on you. Yeah. And so you, yeah. so for you, was it like the symptoms just kept lasting and lasting and lasting? And then that was leading to more depression, anxiety. And then that led to like arguing more with symptoms, your parents and then blah, blah, arguing blah. With
1: parents. Yeah. Yeah. It just was spiraling. I, I, I isolated from all my real life friends. I felt like I couldn't do anything. I was a little bit agoraphobic. So I didn't like leaving my house. I didn't like being anywhere but in my bed pretty much just because that was where I was comfortable. And again, with the games and, and things that could just distract me from what I was feeling. So I was living with my aunt and I was playing these games and she's like, every night when you get on these games with your friends, you sound like a completely different person. Like you sound like that old Taylor that we used to know, like, you're just like back to yourself. You're laughing, you're joking with them. You're and at this at the time, I don't think these two guys knew. I still play with them. Um, They played with me tonight for a little bit. I don't think they know the impact that they were having on me when all this was going on like they were the first two that i really started to like reach out and play with um every night and we'd have like a set time
0: how did you meet them one One
1: was a guy from college but i didn't talk to him in college i just knew we became friends on xbox one day maybe from like facebook connect or something and and so i just i reached out because uh he liked one of my clips that i had saved and i was like hey we should play sometime and and it was a little awkward initially because again you don't know these people totally but or like i didn't know him and i didn't know his friend So, yeah, I I, these guys were just we just happened to connect from like Facebook Connect or whatever. I started playing with them and then it was just an every night thing and they became people that I really got close with. And then from there, I guess I started building up with more people that I went to college with, like just people that I hadn't talked to in a while. And they would come back up as, you know, oh, they're playing Xbox or they enjoy playing this game. And so I just started to come back together with them. So
0: why did you pick Siege? Out of all the games you could have picked, I'm curious why. (laughs) Because that's a very, uh, I'm kind of surprised you, that would be out of all the games. That's a very hardcore game, even amongst dudes. I don't know a ton of girls who play that. Um, I'm yeah, I don't think I you- knew
1: how toxic it was when <laughs> I first played it. Um, I've always been a first person shooter person. So I bought Halo 5 with my Xbox when I bought it. And then, yeah, my ex and his friends are playing Siege and I bought that Xbox to get over him. But I think I also was like, hmm, maybe if I play with them, like I'll still be able to talk to him. And so, so I just mm-hmm. gen- generated toward that game. Yeah, I don't know. And then obviously, I didn't play with them for a long time after that, and that's kind of what I just stuck with. So it's well,
0: you, it's you, kind of funny. You picked a doozy to to start with.
1: I did. Yeah, I'm not a co- like I'm not really a cozy games like person oh. though, streamer or gamer. I've never. I mean, I played The Sims maybe as a kid or something, but none of those games have really ever attracted me but yeah it was it's intense and I had like a really high level I still do and I'm so bad I, I was better when I was playing it a lot more but like it's embarrassing to go on there and you know you're level like 300 and people expect you to probably be a little bit good and yeah, you're yeah. not so then I'm like oh god I wish I could just like erase that uh start, thing. start a yeah. new profile
0: Start new yeah, Smurf
1: account or whatever they're called. But um, yeah, so my my family was just noticing like that I would just completely shift when I was playing games again too, which was something they thought was really cool. And also when this was all going on, so I played games so much, my mom threatened to like throw my Xbox out or like put it in the garage or take it away from me. They would get so mad about me gaming because I did do it excessively. I mean, it was becoming maybe a bit of a problem. You know, you want to turn to games for some things, but also if you're playing all the time and they're not seeing me progress with like anything else. They didn't know what was going on. They they uh, wanted to get rid of it. But uh, once they figured out how much joy and how much, you know, benefits it was giving me, I think that kind of changed. And I've had conversations with my parents to this day about, you know, they didn't understand and they weren't getting it. And I think a lot of parents are like that probably where they just see their kids gaming all the time and they just think, oh, this is just a mindless hobby. It's toxic. I don't know. But like, there's so many more reasons that kids or adults could just be turning to games in general. And I think it's so important to like have those conversations obviously like intervene if there's a problem mm. um i see an actual therapist and she always tells me you know if you're turning to games beyond what is like fun for you like you've got problems and that's why you're getting on games like maybe you should also be seeking help for that but at the same time they are a way for us to just like escape everything and even when i have hard weeks now days like i'm obviously doing a lot better than i was back in 2018 but It's still something. I had a couple tough months in December where I was really symptomatic for whatever reason. And I was playing a lot of video games at that time too. So I noticed just like, it's something that I do. And like that, at that time I would play like Among Us sometimes too. So I guess that was a little cozier and less toxic um, because it just felt like I I liked getting the tasks done on the to-do list and all that. But yeah, I just think there's so many more reasons why people could be coming to And I also, going off of that is why... This is why I'll never trash talk in a game and I'll never send people rude messages and toxic messages over Xbox Live. I just think you don't know why people are turning to those games in the first place. Mm. And who cares? You know, they might be toxic or they might be bad and giving that energy to you. But like nobody knows what's going on on the other side of that that headset, that mic, that
0: That's a good point. I mean, there's a famous saying that hurt people hurt people. So if someone sends you like a super nasty, super toxic DM and you want to ping back, and get like, that person might be like borderline suicidal and acting out. You don't know that. I mean, that's like an extreme case, probably less, but I mean, it could be, it may be not probable, but it's definitely possible.
1: Absolutely. It also seems
0: like from your story that you, uh, your gaming intensifies as far as time as the symptoms go up, but it also sounds like you're naturally teetering off as your symptoms get better too. And that you're not, you're not like just turning into a hermit who never sees no. the sun. <laughs>
1: no, no. But my, my stream community does make fun of me for how pale I am. They're always like, you need to go outside. I <laughs> can tell you haven't been. Um, no. Yeah. I think that it, it varies and it's still, I still deal with a lot of anxiety and stuff around my condition. And obviously I'm not as active as I am want to be so i i still play games probably every day um but th- i have such a big community now it's incredible how many people you know you can find online and that's the thing like i've gone beyond just these college friends of course i love to play with them they're amazing but I don't know, I had a lot of people commenting on that TikTok just talking about meeting people from, like, miles away and stuff. And we've got Discord servers with people from England and Australia. And it's just insane, like, the way that this can connect everybody. And like I said, you get some really toxic people out there, but ultimately we're all we're all on for the same reason. And we're all just trying to either escape or have fun or be with friends or do, you know, do something that we really love. And I, I, gaming really has, has kept me from you know potentially like trigger warning potentially hurting myself or being in a really really darker spot than i have been and i don't think sometimes everybody especially people that don't deal with the stuff or don't play games understand that i have a lot of you know girlfriends who don't play games and i don't think they get how huge this is and i'm sure you could say the same for like people's wives or you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there's always going to be somebody even my parents didn't get it until they witnessed it i
0: think uh if someone who doesn't get it because it also sounds like you've spent most of your time doing online games and you're interacting Mm -hmm. with other people yes um i'm a little bit different i spend way more time single player gaming but Mm -hmm. I've had some really good online gaming experiences. I've gotten into it. And I also have a lot of friends that even if I don't play games with them, I met them playing games online. And now we just interact online. We chat. We talk about new stuff. We talk about life, whatever. And I've thought about it in preparation for this podcast. Like it's not quite the same. I don't want to say it's inferior, but it's not the same as a relationship with someone who when you're in the meat realm, in the meat space, and you're actually interacting Mm -hmm. with them. In person, right. but there's a handful of people that, like, I would say are amongst my best friends that I've never met physically, mm-hmm. but like they could message me and say, like, hey, I need to borrow some money. I'm in like a real tight spot. And I would give them money. Like right. I'm really close with these people and I've never, Absolutely. I've never met them. And I think if yeah. someone doesn't understand online gaming, I think you're, you're, you're tying the escapism, where you're trying to escape, whether for you is a condition, maybe it's anxiety, depression, whatever, but you're also ty- tying that in with community. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful combo. You're getting away from the shit that you need a break from yeah. and then you're interacting and making friends. And that's like right. I think if those people could get online and have a just one really good night gaming, mm-hmm. like where the, the magic hits them, they're talking shit, they're laughing at each mm-hmm. other, they go, "Oh, I get it. I I get I get it now." I think it doesn't take much.
1: Right. It'll, it'll make sense for them too. Yeah. 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 I, it's funny. Cause I, like you said, you start, you are more solo player games. Now that I enjoy that interaction and that social aspect, like in the beginning, like I said, I'd never played with people that I knew, even if I was playing Rainbow Six Siege. I was muted. I was ready to turn off my Xbox in a second if I if I felt any kind of twinge and stuff. But now it's like I hate I don't like playing solo player games because I want to be around the people. I think the laughs and the, all the things that we share every night. I mean, I I think I've left the hardest probably in in gaming lobbies and that my friends can be absolutely insane. And it's just It's crazy, but I do agree with you in the aspect of like, yeah, there, it's not quite the same as being in person with people. And sometimes like going from a lot of that, if I'm really symptomatic and I'm spending a lot of time online, going out in public again can be, I mean, there's probably some truth that a lot of gamers have social anxiety too, because getting out there again is like, oh crap, like I hate dating (laughs) right Mm. now. Um, And a lot of that is because probably I just play games and I forget how to act or. Around people and they're like wanting to meet up, and I'm like, mm, let's play Call of Duty first. You want to jump on this game real quick yeah. so I can get to know you, feel you out a little bit. I've wondered so about. It's the, just funny that uh, the
0: future, like, because I felt it, uh, like Corona and the lockdowns. Where are you located, by the way? I forgot to ask. I'm in Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Ohio. Uh, that's a uh, what's that show? Shoot, Drew Carey.
1: Yeah, the Drew Carey show. They're out of like Cleveland. Cleveland, I think.
0: That's as much as I know about Ohio. I am not culture. I'm sorry.
1: It's it's really okay that you don't know a lot about.
0: <laughs> I think yeah, I haven't even driven through it. How, where is that? I don't. What's the closest big city besides Cleveland to you? Uh,
1: Detroit. Okay. Maybe Detroit's pretty close. You know, Kentucky's not too far off. So
0: I've been to Detroit Louisville. a bunch, so I guess I can kind of get an idea what it might be like. I
1: grew up like about an hour from Detroit. Okay. I'm not in that area anymore, but that's where we would like fly out of and. All that kind of
0: stuff. Nice. My brother lives in Detroit. He's a uh, he works at a church. He does like the the sound for like rock band churches. Anyway, that's random cool. story. I go there a bunch. I'm going there actually next week to Detroit. I was asking because uh I I think you guys had like a pretty hardcore lockdown too. You were probably. Just at home for at least three to four months Probably longer Yeah, And uh, I noticed that that's a lot of gaming I work re- I was already working remotely And I noticed that even in Hanging out with friends that I had spent Time with physically before the lockdown I felt awkward Like I had social anxiety Like how do I act in person? Because the yeah. online interaction Even though you're talking like we're having a conversation right now But there's just right. something different About the about pressure it. when you're in person I don't know how to explain Absolutely.
1: it Absolutely, no I felt that To getting back out and i i probably have been avoiding it more than and then doing it i still i'm focusing a lot of energy still on gaming and i think i need to spend some time it's weird you got to find that balance you know like obviously gaming is incredible and it and it does so much for us but then yeah there's also the real world and getting (laughs) out there and and finding the happy medium there so
0: well until we get like full-on vr where we can just get in a suit and rot away i'm damn yeah, i'll do it we'll, it's inevitable anyway we're heading. yeah
1: that's a one of my when i was just talking to my cousin today and they're like yeah vr is gonna be just like everything soon and i was like i i get nauseous playing vr yeah i don't know what kind of vrs they're gonna have available but the games that i've tried I, no I, I don't know about it
0: i think they're gonna go past the headset have you heard much about uh, elon musk's trying to make this thing called Neuralink?
1: no i didn't
0: it's a neural lace that ties into your brainstem and like just directly connects to your brain. And so there's, there's no, there'd be no visor. To, or it's almost like the matrix. Just That's, jack terrifi-
1: you in. That's terrifying. I don't think I let anything.
0: You say that, no. but it's going to happen humans that's we don't so care scary. we're gonna do that's it. that's so scary
1: yeah. yeah someone someone's gonna do
0: it i'm definitely not gonna be the first one but i'll i would let like few generations of people try it and, and see then, how it and goes you'll give it yeah g- yeah
1: <laughs> that's terrifying to me oh my gosh
0: <laughs> i do think we're headed that way i mean video games are so they're getting so good there's i mean they yeah. are i love them i have a podcast about gaming i've been weighing the game since i was a kid it's one of the few subjects that i never get sick of but mm-hmm. as i get older i do recognize they've also games have become better engineered at being addictive than when i was a kid too and so i think you just have to be careful like you can mm-hmm. get you can get sucked in and sometimes it's hard to get out
1: this is like one more until we get a yeah. win and then you get a win you yep. want to keep going like in BRs. yeah that's why i like i said i uh at the beginning of this year i, I kind of went away for a bit of help for my anxiety because it was getting bad again. Quarantine kind of messed me up to kind of set me back a little bit from all the progress that I'd made from 2018. But anyway, th- like I said, my therapist was just like, you know, take evaluate when you get on the game, like why you're getting on there in the first place. Um, and kind of take a second to make sure that you're still using other coping mechanisms and things that can be beneficial first before you're just like Running to the game for 12 hours a day because you just don't want to face what you're facing. So, like I said, just finding that Abby medium with that too, I think, because they're, i have seeing a lot of comments on my, on my posts. There's a lot of positive things, but they're also like, you can't turn to gaming for everything. This is the problem, blah, blah, blah. It makes things worse. And I'm like, well, you just got to find, I, I firmly believe that a lot of people should be in therapy. So I feel like if you're in therapy and you're playing video games, you're probably doing something. I
0: something think of right it, as, it, it sounds like the way you've described your patterns are, is I'm I'm the same way, but it's not like you're turning to gaming to run away from everything. Right. But when some things are a little overwhelming and you need to slow down, the process of dealing with all of those feelings kind of Absolutely. put a buffer and be like, instead of just taking all of this at once, I'm going to spread it out over two days and I'm going to game in between. It's going to kind of let me like slowly process this, you know, it's, it's almost like back to quarantine. It's like flattening the curve. Like all these people are going to get Corona. We just don't want them all to go to the hospital at once.
1: Right. Right. And So
0: gaming for me, I can use it like, Oh, something's like really bothering me and it's overwhelming. Maybe I'll game and I'll escape for a little bit but you're I still
1: of, face that. Yeah. yeah.
0: In the back of your mind, you are still kind of dealing with it, but it's mm-hmm. like, I've, I've hit my maximum emotional processing power for the day. Right. I can't process anymore. So I need to get this off my Let mind. Yeah. Take a break. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think you're right with that. I think it just softens the blow for a little bit or, It's like probably it's probably the same thing as like taking a medication for for mental health for people that do that. You know, it's just kind of lightening it a bit or making it feel a little bit softer for the time being so that you don't have to handle it immediately or you can handle it when you're in a better headspace or whatever that might look like. So, Yeah. yeah, I I totally agree with that.
0: So on your your so you've got that post that post has basically gone viral right As I must have if I saw it Yeah yeah, so yeah.
1: it's it's crazy I didn't think it would it was it was slow at the beginning so I was like ah just another post I have but yeah it's it's pretty viral now
0: <laughs> How long did it take to get the the ball rolling A couple of days or was it pretty quick
1: uh, TikTok's really fast so typically it's only been about twenty four hours since I posted it's got like over a hundred thousand views now. Typically, though, if I feel like I've only had one other viral video before, and it was totally on another related, unrelated topic, and it'll take a few hours, then you start to notice it picking mm. up and the notification. TikTok's so confusing, though. I'm not going to lie to you; Definitely. it's a great way for gamers and streamers to grow and find each other. I've met some amazing people on TikTok, and they've come to you know people have come to my stream from that too, and it's been absolutely amazing for growth, even. Big streamers like Tim the Tatman will say, like, hey, use it. But it makes absolutely no sense to me. I think having something that's relatable, and I think so many people this hit home with. I mean, I'm reading through comments and I'm tearing up. It's, It's so crazy. I was trying to answer a bunch of them. I was just, like, so just in awe of all the people that could agree or relate and all the niceness. Like I said, my other post that I, that got viral was so, there were a lot of mean comments on there. <laughs> a lot of comments about my like appearance too, which is fine. But like, you don't, you don't expect a bunch of people to see it. So you Ooh. don't expect that.
0: Yeah, the internet is brutal, man. It's just brutal. <laughs> they are. so brutal.
1: Well, so are, so are game lobbies sometimes too. Yeah. I get, I'm one of those people that gets a little bit worked up. If I, if I hear some trash talking, my heart starts to raise. I, like I said, I don't like to do it. I don't like to deal with it and being a girl in the gaming world is like a whole nother beast but um yeah this one has just been overwhelmingly positive like everyone's just like so nice on it and that's cool to see like it's cool to see people being able to relate and share their stories too i actually want to kind of duet it and make another tiktok and be like i did not expect this response like you guys are Mm, yeah amazing. I mean, to hear people say that, you know, it kept them from, it kept them off the streets. It kept them from suicide. It kept them or may, you know, help them after they lost their mom or they went through a divorce. Like there's so many things that people are dealing with and it's just, it's so freaking. Yeah.
0: I think it goes back to what we were saying. It's like, it's not that all these people are escaping their problems and not dealing with them and then becoming losers. It's they're using gaming as a tool to help them work through to work through the shit. And I think that's why it resonated because even though I didn't know, like, I don't think you, you definitely didn't say whatever that fancy name was for your, for disability in the video, but I yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't know what your disability was. And I, I don't have a, I mean, I have really bad hearing, but I don't have like any physical disabilities. Mm-hmm. I could resonate that with Cause immediately mine went to like, Oh yeah. I was in a really dark place and I, what game was I playing? Oh yeah, I was playing this and that was helping me get mm-hmm. through this time. When this mm-hmm. happened, so-and-so died or blah, blah, blah. And I immediately, it just put me into the headspace of all the times I've used gaming to go through a dark time. And I got a moment, right. like, I'll, it's a 10 second TikTok and I'm like tearing up, but what the hell's going on? It's a good TikTok? Right,
1: Right. And I think it was cool too. I, I liked the concept because it showed another part of me where I was crying from laughing so hard because my yep. friends were making like a joke about something that I did in a game. And it's so cool to see those extremes. And, and that was a genuine laugh that I caught captured on stream. And I was like, this is going to be a really cool concept, you know, to show people that um, there's, there's it's, this extreme and yeah. there's this extreme. And, and again, And I think a lot more people are like, yeah, my, my husband games and you know, I, I never get it, but this is like helping to explain that too. So it also brought some awareness to like what it can do for other people that other people might not be able to see because they aren't gamers themselves. So
0: what do you game in mainly these days?
1: That's tough. A bit of everything. I'm so stuck on COD because all my friends play it. And like I said, I gravitate towards what my friends are doing because i enjoy spending time with them um and again that might be because i don't do a lot outside of gaming and i'm pu- i still need to push myself in in the real world in the in the non-gaming world but i'm working on that um i also really like scary games and i like playing solo player games when i stream because i feel like people are there with me so that's been enjoyable too we've we've run some solo player scary games um kingdom hearts is my favorite game of all time i played <sighs> it when i was a kid Ooh. yeah yeah <laughs> And they remastered those recently for the PC, so I've been kind of hoping to run through those again soon, too. Kingdom Hearts is on PC? It, it They just added it, like, ooh, I don't know, a couple months ago, March, I think. You're looking at up, (laughs) Yeah. Games like that, too. When they remaster games or they come out with games that you grew up as a child, like a sequel or whatever, like everyone's excited about the Zelda stuff. I mean, that stuff is huge, too, I think, for for
0: bringing back positive memories. They're Epic store exclusives. That's why I haven't seen them. They are. They are motherfuckers. Ah. I know.
1: I'm not a big fan (laughs) of Epic either, but I had to. I did cop them because, like I said, they're. Yeah, they're my favorite. (laughs) I like
0: Kingdom Hearts 2, 1 and 2 a lot. I never played any of like the. Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop, like all those side ones. Well,
1: they all came out on different... Handhelds. At the time, different consoles, yeah. So it was like, you couldn't really play them. I'm really connected with the second one a lot. I thought the the storyline's all sorts of fucked up, honestly.
0: Yes, it makes no (laughs) sense. It's so
1: hard to follow. But yeah, the second one was was huge. And um, did play the third, but hated it. And never actually, I can't beat the final boss.
0: So it's... You made it farther than me. I pre-ordered it. Steelbook case, super stoked. I played it like an hour and it was just like, fuck this game. Like, I don't it, know. Like, it just it didn't too have much. it. It just didn't have it. Well, it had too it. much
1: that you could do with the Keyblade within the fight. It didn't feel like I was having to fight. All I did was press, like, Menu I don't buttons. know why. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it's like I'm doing something else where I don't have to touch my controller. That was disappointing. And the bosses weren't actual Disney villains. And I, like... I loved that they incorporated Disney villains. A lot of them were just heartless. And I was like, mm, mm, that's yeah. not really what I want to see. But yeah. it is what it is. It happened. And it's okay now.
0: <laughs> so n- normally my spiel is, is uh, well, first, we normally my spiel is uh, we talk about your favorite games growing up, starting with your first memory of gaming. And normally okay. I try to guess what your first console is, but you gave me a hint already.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's the PS1 which is yep. my favorite console of all time. Wow! I'm a little bit older than you. So the PS1 hit when I was like nine or 10. So I, I think the magic age is like nine to 16 is where like the yeah. movies, the the games and the music that sort of sets your foundation up. And uh, for me, PS1 hit like right, right at that perfect time. But you would have been a little yeah. bit younger. How old were you? I went- when you first, when
1: I had PlayStation, I was probably five years old. So, what's the first young. game
0: you remember on the PlayStation?
1: Um, I played. I was talking about this. It's funny. I was talking about this with somebody. I don't know on streamer in Discord yesterday. I played Bugs Life and Mary Kate <laughs> and Ashley, like a Mary Kate and Ashley mall game. And someone was like, "I remember that Mary Kate and Ashley game." And I was like, "That's wild." It was like one of my favorites. But the Bugs Life one was hard. I don't remember much about it. I remember it. <laughs> both
0: of those. I don't know if it's the exact Mary-Kate, because there's like, I think like a thousand Mary-Kate and Ashley games. I'm
1: sure, yeah. Oh, and Crash, Crash Bandicoot too, the original one. I will say that. And they remastered those and Spyro. Yes. And that was Spyro. also, that was a big. Was
0: it Magical Mystery Mall?
1: I think so. I think that was the this one. This looks
0: pretty legit. It was so fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like such a such a girly game to be playing.
0: I wonder how many of these Mary-Kate and Ashley, Even though, like, they're not remembered as like legit games from the era. I bet they sold so much.
1: They probably did. You had yeah. one. I mean, yeah, I I did, and I played it. I played the heck out of it. So I just me and my brother just uh, shared it. I think, and then I was a PlayStation girl for a while. But we had the the OG Xbox, and I got the three sixty. I used babysitting money to get my three sixty in middle school.
0: So did you skip? Because so, in between PlayStation and Xbox was quite a bit of stuff. Did you go straight? Did you not have a console and you went straight from PlayStation to Xbox? What happened after PlayStation?
1: I had a PlayStation two, and we played that a ton. That was yeah. Just- that was what we played Kingdom Hearts on. That was what I think I had Super Monkey Ball. I had all kinds of random games on there. And then, um, yeah, I guess we went right into Xbox. And then never had a lot of Nintendo systems. I played them all at friends' houses, but mm. no GameCubes, no 64s, no... I had a Wii. I got a Wii for Christmas in high school. I skipped out on a lot of Nintendo stuff. And my one of my favorite games of all time, besides Kingdom Hearts, is a Nintendo 64 game. Which is? Uh, Pokemon Coliseum. Coliseum. <laughs> I forget which one it is but i thought you were gonna say
0: snap the camera one
1: no i loved uh, the mini games on the pokemon i think i think it's pokemon coliseum they had mini games and you could also fight against somebody else as a pokemon and i oh i loved it it was so much fun i remember playing it at friends houses and getting a kick out of it so
0: yeah there's also a gamecube one i didn't know that i thought there was only a 64 one now i'm seeing a i didn't get t- oh or maybe a pokemon coliseum is gamecube only maybe okay then
1: the- it was pokemon stadium then oh the stadium there we go I-, I got i get the two confused
0: i don't know anything about pokemon games i played red and blue and that's all yeah I, remember. I had the
1: silver one in my color when i was little but that's about it for me as well
0: what's your uh so kingdom hearts 2 is definitely the biggest game on ps2 is there anything that sticks out on ps1 or ps2 that you can remember
1: probably just like crash and spyro and playing the crap out of those games um and getting frustrated and having my brother i i i think my biggest memory too which we already talked about kingdom hearts but my brother actually beat one i don't think i touched the controller but we bought like the guide and i would like read him the guidebook as he went through it because it was hard to figure out on your own definitely there's so much stuff going on in that game so We kind of worked through it together, but I always made him play it. And then I would be like in the background helping him. And I was probably in first or second grade and he was in like third or fourth and we would just tag team that one together. We didn't, we didn't play a lot other than that. Like when we grew up, we were not super close. So I feel like gaming was a way to keep us closer Hmm. when we were kids as well.
0: How many kids in your family?
1: Just me and him. So the two of us.
0: That's how uh, I'm not super close with my closest sister either. It's weird. Sometimes that happens. How far apart are you guys uh, age wise?
1: We're two years, I think just in high school we both we were really active in sports and stuff too. And we shared that Xbox 360, but like we weren't playing together when we were playing it. So
0: So Kingdom Hearts 2 is like the really only big one on PS2. And then from PS2, that was Xbox, OG Xbox after that?
1: Yeah. So I don't know what we were missing in between there, but that's what we did. OG Xbox and then 360. So I was playing Halo 2 on the OG Xbox in middle school.
0: I was going to ask about Halo because since you like first person. is that I love Halo. Is that, was that the, because you haven't mentioned any first person games older than that. Was that the first first person game you got into Halo?
1: It has to be. That's the only one I can remember. And I had a huge bond with it. Halo 3, I put so many hours in that game. I was so bad at it too. I didn't play CODs when I was in high school. It was just like Halo and that's it. So I'm really into that.
0: You do any LAN parties hooking up Xboxes together?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. With my guy friends, none of my girlfriends. We. I actually got them into it a little bit, but they don't obviously don't play anymore. One of my girlfriends still plays Crash and they just came out with a new one. So... We talked about that a little bit. Crash Bandicoot, the new like four, I think, came out this past year. It was well, really good. hard
0: to. You're not like yeah. a trendy gamer girl. You've been a gamer girl since the beginning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I think people see stuff on TikTok, too. And they're like, I've had to come back to some people. I'm like, I've probably been gaming longer than you've been alive at this point. Like, this is just a part of me now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And we had we had like uh, Guitar Hero and Dance Dance Revolution those things too. So we were we were doing all kinds of things when I was little.
0: <laughs> not, we're not going to see you doing ASMR recordings in a hot oh tub. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> I just had <laughs> amaranthon right before this because I sometimes just peek in them. She had a horse hat on. I don't know. I thought that girl got banned for doing something like that. I just, I'm just like in awe at them. We have a joke on my stream, and I've got channel points for a hot tub stream, but it's like a million, and I'm like, nobody's ever gonna get there. So, yeah. dream big, guys. Keep saving, but it's, not I, it's a turnoff
0: for me. I don't know if it's like I'm just too old, and it's I, it's hard for me to understand the, the Twitch things sometimes outside of uh, the community. But mm-hmm. like, if I see some weird shenanigans hot tub dress i just like eh. i just i just scroll on by but it obviously works it obviously works because i just think
1: it's pulling a different crowd like everybody that says like oh hot tub's ruining twitch they're like well they wouldn't be watching you probably anyway because they're there for yeah that content so it's just It's just interesting. I've also seen girls play Call of Duty in like these skimpiest tops and like have their screen bigger than the the game screen and I'm just like, yeah, that's not that's not what I'm here for. I I just started streaming really because of what was going on with COVID and I yeah. wanted to just have more friends around it and um it's brought me that. But again, now that now that COVID's kind of coming to an end, I feel like people around the United States and everywhere are just feeling like, oh, everybody's not playing as much games. Which is probably true. They're getting true. out again, but yeah. And I've had people comment on my TikTok and say, you know, they're they're none of their friends play anymore either because they're getting old. And I just think like, you just got to keep, you just got to keep looking and joining things like Twitch, jumping in people's chats and finding streamers, I think is a great, if they're small enough. Like I, I try to play with a lot of my viewers. I, I really do. And because you need those relationships and some people, well, that'll work for now, but you're
0: just going to keep getting bigger if you keep putting out videos yeah, so at some point that's tough it's not going to be yeah. just like feasible to be able to do that
1: right and when we get there i don't know what that's going to look like but there's a streamer that i follow that i really look up to that's a girl her name is sweet tales um i don't know some people might have heard of her um she does like 1v1 on sundays she'll do oh, streams cool with people idea and pull, pull people in queue and try to get a bu- like as many as she can and, and different ones. So there are still people I think that do stuff like that. It's just going to look a bit more structured. And I'm hoping too, some of the guys in my community already play with one another now. So just even having that where you get into a community and you like the people enough because they all watch one person. So they're all kind of similar in a way. They may be in the same age range and things. They're all playing the same games and then they can start breaking off and doing their own thing too. And that's also really cool as a streamer, or a content creator to see, cause it's like, holy crap. Like these people also like each other, they're forming friendships within, and that's just what I've wanted all along. And again, coming from the background that I have, the way gaming has shaped me and the way gaming has shaped a lot of people, what I'm trying to, trying to build a safe space for people to just come in and, and have buddies and not feel so alone or whatever they
0: might be feeling. Have you, um, you, I think she's pretty famous. I don't, follow twitch very much at all <laughs> that's um, okay. so yeah. excuse me if this is obvious there's a girl i think you pronounce a cruise adder crusader crusader
1: yeah crusader i think that's her name yeah uh,
0: i've seen her on tiktok and i i like her because i don't know how she is recently because i haven't seen anything but mm-hmm. there's no like tube tops it's just her face she's actually yeah. pretty good and she's yeah. funny and it didn't yeah. seem it seemed like oh this is a girl who's not doing the hot tub style right thing. and
1: that's how that's how sweet tales is and that's why okay. i look up to her too um i've had friends send me videos of crusader and say that like this is the kind of energy that like they see me giving off as well that's what i, I was gonna gets, say i just didn't yeah. know i knew she was yeah. kind of
0: big and i'm like god i don't want to say you remind me of crusader and then you're like i fucking hate that girl <laughs> no, oh,
1: no 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 no. i don't i don't watch her personally but i know my friends have been like yeah she gets shit on by her guy friends too yeah. and 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 all that kind of thing and that's honestly when I play with my guy friends that's all they do is just spend like the whole time bullying me which is hilarious and it'll get on my nerves here and there but like I think it's funny and I play along and my community kind of comes at me and teases me too, so it's all it's all in good fun, and yeah, so I have I have heard about her and and been maybe compared, but I really look up to Tails more than anyone else. Check her
0: out, what Sweet Tails? Yeah,
1: yeah, and she actually just had a clip go viral about talking about the ASMR and hot tub streams and mm. just like the name that it's building for girl gamers and how she's just frustrated with it. So she's a good role model, and she you can tell that she cares about her community as well. And, and and that kind of thing. Like, I mean, when you get that big, I'm sure the money is still like a big, like money's never been a thing for me. I'm, I'm a full-time dietitian. Um, I don't, I didn't start to make money, yeah. but I'm sure at a certain point when you get bigger, it does become something that you pay attention to, especially if it's your full-time job, yeah. which it is for her, but she cares about her people. She just had like a birthday party stream and they all sang happy birthday to her. And she started to like cry and talk about her community and stuff. And it made me cry because it was like, this is the coolest thing. This is exactly what I want. Mm. This is what I'm trying to build and how cool that somebody did that and is being a good influence. And she also, she used to wear revealing clothes when she streamed, but she doesn't do that anymore. And people are just there because they freaking love her. And I love that.
0: I can see that as like a valuable, like if you want to add a little rocket fuel and build the initial build up a little quicker, maybe you can right, show some right. revealing clothes and then taper right. it off. I think that's a, that's what she did. That's a valuable strategy. That's about val- a valid strategy. I don't have a problem if like a girl's wearing a tube top or something like, but you can know within 10 to 15 seconds if that's the only like selling point they have.
1: Right absolutely yeah
0: if because you'll know in 10 to 20 seconds are they funny are they actually good at the game is there anything else besides she's good looking because if i want to just look at someone good looking there's a more efficient ways to do that than watch a streamer Mm -hmm. so it's just like not it's like not there's no depth to it but if it's like if she has if a girl has all the other stuff and she's good looking it's just human nature they're gonna grow faster it's just Mm -hmm. it is the way it is so yeah I i don't mind it i just don't like it when that's the main shebang like the main like selling point
1: no i agree with you there's a streamer that i've like seen pop up on my page that will make her game really small and her really big and she's just very
0: stacked out
1: there yeah and um people are there and watching and she said that she tried to just play games and do it the one way and nobody would she didn't gain a lot of traction there so now she's going about it this way i've heard her say that on her stream before it's just like Sad. So she must be one of those people, no offense to her, that maybe doesn't have, you know, it's hard to be a content creator. It's hard to be entertaining for. to to hold people in a, in a chat and stuff. So
0: I think you can go that route, but I think what we'll find is the, the careers. So I I don't know what the average lifespan of a content creator is like how long people can stay relevant or like bands. I think the difference between someone like her and someone like you or the sweet tells girl, the way you're describing her is the difference Mm -hmm. between a one hit wonder and a band that has a loyal following that can Make money over the course of like two genera- you know two decades or something right because right. I, I think a, like a lot of the people that are tuning into someone who's only offering like physical appearance they they, they can find that physical appearance elsewhere and we human nature is to uh like you want novelty you 're going to get. S- bored of that physical appearance you're gonna go look for the next streamer and so i think it'll be a lot harder for someone who's gone all in on that being the main selling point to maintain like Mm -hmm. she's moved quicker but my guess would be if she doesn't transition to to something else she's gonna gonna
1: lose it quick too yeah 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 which is probably why these girls go from hot tub to ASMR they just, they to, amp, to whatever. They just
0: keep helping the auntie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It really has made a. It made a. It like made Twitch a little bit different, and and made me. I joined right before this was all going on. I started streaming about a year ago. Or. A little under that now, so got my PC in October. So this was all kind of going on like recently, and it, it is a bummer to see because you're like don't really want to be associated with all that. And we're not the only—I mean, the people that are doing ads for Twitch are also feeling the same way. Yeah, they don't want to be giving ads to hot tub streams. Yeah, yeah, and everything so,
0: comparable. It, I know, like again, I'm not like super into. The Twitch, and I, I poke around every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the headlines for hot tub streams, like people not making money or demonetizing, and all this, like this, this news coming in, I was just like, "Dang, what is going on on Twitch? Maybe it's good that I haven't spent that much spend that much time at Twitch." Looks like a dumpster fire over there.
1: Right, right.
0: I think that's that's pretty. So, what's your? I guess your end goal is to be like the Sweet Tells chick. Or by the way, we'll have you talk about all your your streams and I'll put all that stuff in the podcast description no as well so people can find you. When you So Halo, I want to go back to the, the OG Xbox. You didn't play Halo yeah. 1 and you first you said Halo 2 then you said Halo 3.
1: Yep, so I, I did not play Halo 1. I played Halo 2. That was the first one that <gasps> I had. You got try but, Halo
0: 1. That's well, the best.
1: I got it. I got it on a Master Chief collection yes. now and we actually ran a couple games today with a buddy. Uh, I'm not awful at it. Grenades are a lot more powerful than that one. Than and the pistol is... Any other, yeah. The pistol <laughs> is, is like the
0: best. That's all I can the do. The
1: of weapons. is yeah. so funny. But yeah, Halo 3 was the one that I spent the most time with though. That was like right around the heart of my high school time and um, spent a lot of time on there with going on like virtual dates like i said i'd I'd meet people in in high school and do that which is so so bizarre but like whatever we got to do our own thing um and they were always way better than me so it's kind of funny and uh my friends would get would dabble that was like right when xbox live started coming around too so i think that made it more appealing to me obviously with halo 2 you you'd have people over and you do a split screen but like it was so much fun to um Actually, be online with people. I don't remember it being so toxic as everyone talks about. They're like, oh, those those OG COD lobbies, they're so bad. I don't think I played enough COD to like Mm. know that. And I definitely didn't play like Battlefield or anything. Everyone's so excited about that coming out. I'm like, I'll 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 give it a go. I don't know anything about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not a huge FPS player, but Halo One and uh Battlefield. I think all the gamers gonna get pissed. I'm pretty sure it's Battlefield Two, not the. Mm Battlefield 2, yeah. I got really into this random uh, ha- Counter-Strike mod called Day of Defeat. That's like okay. the only FPS when we would go to the, this college dorm room, had a friend that worked for the computer science lab and he had a key to That's get awesome. into the computer lab and we'd do these huge <laughs> LAN parties. I wanted to ask, so after Halo 3, yeah, is it uh, was there anything out on Xbox and did you stick with FPSs? And if so, what was the next FPS that you got into?
1: So I would say I probably got Red Ring right around that time. And then that was my big... My big break, the dark ages of when I wasn't gaming, Um, I brought my PlayStation 2 to college, but it didn't really get much playtime. And the only time I played um, FPSs was when I was going over to people's houses to run Halo. I'd play more Halo. That's the only thing. I missed it so much. Um I kind of missed Destiny One. I think I would have been into that. I played a lot of Destiny Two, like in the past couple of years when I was sick too. That was a really big game that we were into for about a year, me and my buddies. So
0: Had you kept up with all the cause I stopped playing after the third DLC.
1: Yeah, I sorry, I'm taking a bite of food. Um I haven't kept up with everything right now. It's too hard. It's a game that you do have to keep up with. So it's yeah. so difficult to, to stick with that. And yeah, I haven't, I haven't been great about that. That's what makes it unappealing to me sometimes is like, I don't want to get back in and have to, to go through everything and try to build myself up again, get that light level up. It's just a constant grind. So it is what it is. Yeah. I guess that, that whole time was just like a whole lot of nothing as far as games goes. And I was, I was a college athlete and, in a sorority, which is so different from what gaming is. And I feel like had I been like telling my sorority sisters, I was a gamer. I don't know. I I don't know if they would have, I don't think they would treat me differently, but I don't think they would have been like, cool, let's, let's go play. So
0: <laughs> I'm wondering, it kind of sounds like maybe when I was a kid, uh, I was definitely teased about being a gamer. Like it was nerdy to be a gamer now as an adult, especially if you're a male, everybody games, gaming is bigger than movies and music combined but it still sounds like there's a stigma. I mean, obviously there is you tell me, cause I don't know what it's like to be a girl. Mm-hmm. It sounds like when you were younger, you were definitely, it was weird. You didn't want to tell your girlfriends that you were gaming. Do you still yeah. feel like it's weird to tell people or has it loosened up a little bit? Is it? I easy- think
1: it's, it's loosened up a little bit. I'm sorry. to be nerd up to you. Um, I think it's loosened up a little bit and it's a little bit easier to, to talk about, especially when someone's like trying to do something with it, but I don't have any of my friends following my gaming Instagram or anything like that. Like, they they don't get it i try to explain that to them and they're still kind of like cool I, I don't know what's going on but this yeah. looks cool like isn't
0: aren't video games where all the loser boys do well okay cool yeah
1: <laughs> i think being a nerd is cool these days it So is. i don't think anything like that is is offensive and obviously a lot of dudes think it's cool so i have more guy friends than i have girlfriends right now i will say that i i get along so much better with guys i always have and yeah there is <laughs> The list of them is like long and the list of girls is like short, which is just it's fine it is what it is.
0: Like you would have to be if you're going to be playing on dude, dude online gaming lobbies, sometimes I'm like this is too much for me. And I don't have yeah. to I wouldn't and I know for girls it's way worse. I know yeah. I'm only getting a sliver of what it what it could be. Yeah, and as you get bigger online at TikTok and stuff too, you're going to I'm sure it's going to get crazy. It does seem mm-hmm. like it's, I mean, I know it's loosened up for me where uh, people who you don't think would be into gaming, they find out you do gaming content or you, I do a lot of tr- uh, MMA and jujitsu training. And when a okay. lot of one of those guys, lot of those guys find out like, oh, you have a gaming podcast. That's cool. I want to listen to it. And mm-hmm. I think 10 years ago, if you were at the same gym doing the same activities. People wouldn't be like, be, be like. What the fuck's wrong with you? So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's gotten more accepted and just a, like a general like cooler thing to be a part of. But there's still some games and some things out there that I think still have a lot of stigma around them. And I just think what makes you happy is what makes you happy. Like a lot of those card games, I feel like people still look at like, that's another step of nerdiness, but I mean, it's similar to what we're all doing. So I don't know why you're judging people for for getting into what they love. Yeah. They're still building a community. They're doing what they want to do. So
0: I don't know. I'm playing old JRPGs from 1995. It's pretty dorky. <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> I have nothing. I've seen everything. My I've got members of my community playing Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering. I'm just like, do what makes you yeah. happy. Like I, I've never gotten into that personally, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge anybody for what is bringing them happiness and joy.
0: Is there any single player games that you've really got into and impacted you that sucked you in the way a multiplayer game has?
1: That's tough. It's got to just be like Crash and Spyro, just because of the childhood aspect and how much I love them as a kid. Um, and I was playing those when I was sick too. I was running through the remastered Crash, but other than that, not not as much. I'm not one of those people, I guess. Just kind of a bummer because I know there are a lot of and I, like kingdom hearts and all those, but there's a lot of people that really thrive off of those. I don't think I was playing the right ones either, maybe, you know. Yeah. Like maybe if I had some recommendations from people I would have I would have uh, been
0: better off with those. I'm not sure. What single player games have you been playing on stream? You mentioned you play them on stream sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh, a lot of scary ones. So we, we, we've dabbled with Little Nightmares 1 and 2. Um, I've done Detroit Become Human, or I'm oh. kind of in the middle of that one. How is
0: that? I've been curious about that game.
1: It's wild. It's really intense, but it's really good. I have not finished it. And people actually don't like to watch me stream those as much. I don't know why. The, it's a choose your own adventure and they, the things go really fast. I want my chat to help me and they go fast. And there's another game like that, Man and Medan, which we're running. And that's the same thing. It's like choose your own adventure, but I have to make decisions so quickly that they can't really help me. And yeah. I'm bad at decision-making. So I'm killing people <laughs> left and right. Yeah. I and,
0: played older games by then. That's right. There's like these timed events where press mm-hmm. square for this, press triangle for that. And if your streams, oh, yeah, yeah, there's not enough time. No. Yeah.
1: And um we've done we're doing It Takes Two right now too, which is one of I recommend that game to anybody. This is the most fun I've had in a video game in in years. It it's takes a blast. Two? Yeah, it's a co-op game so you do have to have a partner to play it, but it's like dual screened and I picked a guy from college to play it with me that I uh one of my buddies and we're having so much fun. It's so well done the company that made it. Like I have nothing but good things to say about it. Looks it looks like
0: a Pixar movie almost.
1: It's kind of childish looking.
0: Yeah i've never heard of this this looks awesome it's got 1.3 million views It's from ea Dang. yeah they're like dolls little big planet Mm -hmm.
1: almost they're dolls yeah yeah the parents are getting a divorce and they get transformed into dolls to like figure their shit out i don't know i haven't finished it so i don't know the ending
0: yet
1: so i can't even spoil it if i wanted to it's a long game too like average playing time 18 hours maybe
0: okay that's That's a long game. That's a short game. Well, for for
1: people that probably do more (laughs) solo players. Yeah, I'm sure it is.
0: When I was a kid buying JRPGs, if it wasn't 60 hours, get it out of here. I don't want to. Well, I you, wanna... you
1: want your money's worth yeah. for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I never did any of those like Skyrim or any of those things. But I mean, I'm always down to trying new things. And Like I said, now that I'm streaming, I feel like I'm playing those games with other people. So with Little Nightmares, I get a lot of help from chat because it's a puzzle game. And I just sit there and I'm like, that's probably why I don't like them either. I don't know what I'm doing in half of them. Like, I just, I get so confused or frustrated. They make me rage more than Call of Duty does. I'm like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? My brain just like shuts off. I'm like, I don't know what I the think next it's step hard. is.
0: I've noticed that the uh, people generally are either a single player gamer or a multiplayer gamer. There's not Mm -hmm. a huge overlap, but I think it is because multiplayer gaming is so much more like I don't know how to like engaging in the sense of just constant action. It's always fast. You always have people talking. There's like Mm -hmm. no dead time. Whereas a single player game, yeah, you'll be stuck in a puzzle. And and if if you're used to this like crack cocaine of fun, Mm -hmm. which is yeah. (laughs) sometimes you don't want to sit back and take 40 minutes to figure out how to get through one door. Right. Uh, it's just not, it's just right. different style. It's slower,
1: slower yeah. pace for sure. Very slow. But I'm, I'm into it. And I, I did like reach out to my community about any solo player games. They want me to run through all the resident evils and that in October. Those are good scary down, ones. Yeah. Down to try it. Yeah.
0: The Resident Evil 2 remake is one of the best remakes I've ever played.
1: Wow. That's a bold statement, but I like it. I like to hear it.
0: Yeah, it's very good. It just came out like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a semi-remake. There's a remastered version of the GameCube remake, which is a remake of the PS1 original Resident Evil 1. <laughs> so you can get the Dang. GameCube remake remaster on PC, That's which wild. is the best way to play Resident Evil 1. But okay. they like did a proper Resident Evil 2 re- remake, like modernized it everything a couple of years ago. It's very good.
1: Okay. I'll yeah, have to give it a shot. Good. But yeah, I was going to wait till October for that because scary, spooky season. I love October for that reason because scary games are already kind of my thing anyway. So as long as I can Everyone make them Everyone keeps talking
0: about this game called uh, Phasmorbia or fans
1: Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. We play that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a blast. Uh ghost hunting with like and it's a multiplayer so it's really fun. It's super interactive. There's another one called In Silence where um it's based based on like voice, which I'm terrible at cuz I'm a really In loud person. Square. In Silence. Just
0: In Silence that. game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that looks so, creepy as hell. Yeah, it's Damn. it's a
1: lot. It's a lot more scarier than Faz, I think. But uh, you can have somebody play the the hunter or like the killer thing, so that's kind of cool too. And Faz, you can't. You don't have that option to have someone be yeah be the the one to be the spooker. So getting a good group together, and we play Dead by Daylight a lot on stream too, um, which is also kind of like a strategy. But it's a multiplayer game again. I just I love I love multiplayer games. I guess I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for me to uh, sometimes when someone's like a pure multiplayer gamer, it's like, damn, all I have is Halo. Uh, Borderlands 2. I, I love have,
1: Borderlands, yeah. Yeah,
0: I did a lot of Borderlands 2. I had a good memory where my uh, my, my brother and my wife tag team for my birthday, and they I got work off my... Wife found an Xbox 360 to borrow. My brother bought me mm-hmm. Xbox, whatever, three-month membership. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Over the, the course of game a pass. four-day weekend, we blasted through Borderlands 2 co-op. That's crazy. It was like the coolest birthday present I've ever had. It was awesome.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I love that for you.
0: I don't have a ton of...
1: I've heard Borderlands 2 is, like, one of the best games, too. It's, like, up there. It people
0: is. I really... I got Borderlands 3. I loved Borderlands 2 so much, I got Borderlands 3 at launch. Mm-hmm. And much like mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3, it just... I don't know.
1: Disappointed a little bit. It wasn't the same.
0: I don't, I don't know. The writing in Borderlands 2 is good.
1: Yeah, I started with the third one and I actually have played through a little bit of the second, but I'm not finished with it. Um, That's another one that I want to do like on stream, but I just haven't. I buy, the problem is I buy so many games and then I end up like playing COD a bunch or doing something that my friends are doing. So
0: when you play COD, are you mainly doing Warzone or the other ones?
1: I do Warzone and I do Search, which I'm new to, new to Search and it's not my favorite because of the trash talking. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're working on that. That's probably one of the most toxic lobbies that you can put yourself into to especially as a girl uh would not would not recommend that as a like with warzone at least my team is just like who i'm talking to and yeah search you get you get to the like break screen and everyone can talk to each other and they're for whatever reason, they don't not they do not uh, <laughs> accept girls as much there. So that's probably like the meanest. I've had people like troll me. I've got TikTok in my clan tag, which I might take out soon. They've come to my TikTok and just like started hating on me and like take it off the game. And I'm like, I- okay, oh, I get yeah. it. You, but- don't,
0: you don't want them to track you down from the game and then spam your comments and yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder why that is. Like, I don't understand. Like, why can't girls play games? I don't.
1: I have no idea. I don't get it.
0: Like if they're in my mind, it's like if you're good and you're funny. I don't give a fuck if you're a horse. Like I I just, if you're good and you're funny and you're fun to hang out with, it's just I don't get it. I don't know if it's like young kids because I hear I've heard this from a handful of different girls that I've talked to. That Mm -hmm. man, people just get mad that I'm a girl. Just yeah, I'm like really. Maybe they are. Are they only like eight eight year old boys? Like no, adults (laughs) get mad at me. Like really, I can Mm -hmm. see little kids oh you're a girl but uh, like grown men get mad that a girl's playing the game i don't get yep. it
1: it's just weird it, i don't know what they i think they're just trying to take out their energy and it's something new and maybe it's their way of just again if someone's getting mad about somebody or at something i just feel like you got something going, on. going on when i when yeah. i was getting really badly trolled on tiktok from somebody i was just like what's like they super messaged me on instagram they were taking it so many places and i was just like what's going on with you like are you okay because if you're coming at me this much this isn't coming from a place yeah Yeah. and i try to kill kill it with kindness and just be nice to the people because maybe that's what they need again we're all going to games for to tie it back in like you know we're all there for some reason so i'm just trying to make sure that something serious is going on that people feel
0: do you mess with, with apex that. at all
1: i have yeah that was before before warzone that was like my big game too i okay. kind of serial play game, so if i get really into something my friends are all playing it i i that's why Rainbow Six Teach has of course i was off work and and not you know as as well but that's why it's got 72 days on it and is my highest playing game on my console because i'll just that's all i'll play for you know What's days your, and days on end.
0: What's your best online like brag gaming moment where you like your best play you've ever made?
1: That's that's hard to think about. Cause there's not there's not a lot. <laughs> there's gotta be something. <laughs> um I, I mean, I've had some clutch moments in some in some battle royales where I've you know I've pulled off some dubs and, and and wiped teams. I've got a couple clips here and there. I'm trying to like think of any specific moments, but it's
0: maybe you could think of the opposite. Like, when have you fumbled the ball the worst? <laughs> And just wanted to bury your head in shame, give up gaming.
1: Probably like every day. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I've like I tend to. My friends don't let me drive cars in Warzone that much or helicopters. I tend to just like run them into things and we end up blowing up or getting C forward or something <laughs> ridiculous so they just kind of say there's a couple TikToks on my page about that too and and it's just like me blowing up a car and they're like nope that's you're never driving again that's terrible so that'd probably be i'm not good at car- driving in real life i always make the, the sexist joke there i'm like all right girls can't drive cars i can't do it off off the game i can't do it in the game <laughs> like there is a
0: bad drivers i used to volunteer at the school for helping people park and mm-hmm. uh there is a slight correlation i would say like 60 percent like more th- women who just couldn't do what they were told like you need to park <laughs> here don't park there it was not as bad <laughs> as people make make it out to be but i did notice i i probably told over like i don't know four or five thousand cars over the course of two years how, where to right, park right and there, i, there I mean i'm bad at it. driving
1: <laughs> There's something so, to it. Yeah. I don't I don't deny it. I'd rather much rather have a, a dude drive me around and i just be the passenger. I'm I'm not good at it. So
0: one of my dreams if I ever get super rich is I just Uber everywhere. I don't I don't uh, like driving yeah. at all. Just I take hate it me. too. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a, I know, I guess it might be Kingdom Hearts. There's not a ton of single player games. Usually I ask like, what's the most emotional you've gotten in a game, inferring that the game made you emotional. But maybe yeah. for you, like what's the most emotional moment you've had gaming in general?
1: I will say when I did play the remastered of Kingdom Hearts and the and the music started coming back on, for one, they've got those opening cut scenes. I was playing it on stream and I did tear up. It, it just, again, it strikes a chord. It's something that you were doing as a kid and to have it come back full circle is like, whoa. So, um, but I'm trying to think if there's anything that I can think of gaming wise that was super. I have just I've had a lot of heart to hearts with people um, and my friends and just anytime we get into kind of our feelings and we're like, hey, you guys really mean a lot to me. I think I've told the two guys that I started playing with before I've had a slight conversation. They're kind of jackasses and they blow it off and they don't want to <laughs> be in, in tune with their feelings. But I've been like, you guys don't know how much you guys have really like meant to me. Yeah. and how much gaming with you has has changed my whole outlook on on what is going on you know I'm I, I don't want to live anymore sometimes and I'm struggling through it and, and at the time and you guys just like gave me something to look forward to every day yeah. so I would say those moments the, the relationships and what people are doing for each other is just so big and yeah and anything that I see comment wise on my tiktoks and stuff too like like I said that that stuff is when people tell me that that my streams mean a lot to them or they like my yeah. content, too, I get I get really emotional. I just had a guy actually gift me an anonymous person. I think I know who it is, though. I'm not going to lie. But an anonymous person gift me over 277 subs on stream um, after i had been working my ass off with TikToks and content. This stuff is hard. I never knew how hard it was. And I just started. I mean, I'm I've, I still have the bod and I have a video on my TikTok and my Instagram. I'm just sobbing like I, I just couldn't. Believe it, and it's so nice to have random surprises like that. And I just, yeah, I was a hot mess.
0: A really dumb question, and it shows you how much I don't understand uh, Twitch. Yeah, how does someone gift you subs?
1: So they just they just put a lot of money out, and then all those subs will go to people that are watching your channel or following you. And so
0: a sub means a subscriber, right?
1: Yeah, so they'll just give my community a bunch of subscriptions. So they'll go out to whoever's in it. You have
0: to pay to You have to pay to watch. You. I thought. Is there like it Yeah.
1: Tiers? Well, it's, so you can follow and that's for free. You can watch and just be a follower. And that's really all I care about. Mostly I've only had follower goals. And then subbing is just kind of showing your support for that streamer and going the extra mile. And some people have perks with doing that. And there are tiers, uh, so one, I can, two, it's and like,
0: three, it's like, it's like Patreon. I can like pay a dollar a month and I get some sort of extra perk. If I'm subbing, if I sub to you yeah, pay. Okay.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I don't know shit about Twitch. I'm sorry, guys. There's people that are like you Fucking idiot. All right. It's, it's hard. A I, didn't,
1: I, I didn't know about it until I started doing it myself. Like, I, I keep it on all the time when I work now, like in the background, because I work from home full time and I'll have it on all day. But I never watch people. I did, I still don't understand things. People have like all these terminology, like they say things on there, like poggers. and I don't know what that stuff <laughs> means. I mean, I say it sometimes as a joke, but I don't know what I'm saying
0: when I say it. It sounds provocative.
1: <laughs> yes. But I, I really... And it's cool to, and once you start doing it too, I think you start watching other people because you're like, what are these people doing that is keeping everybody engaged? You know, what can I be doing better? And there are some really cool streamers out there, like I said, that I've looked up to and, you know, I might end up at a Twitch con in one of the lines trying to meet them now because I, I like it that much. So yeah it's just different when you're actually on the other side of things I think, yeah too.
0: so aside from the girl you mentioned earlier was like something lily sweet lily Faith, Sweet,
1: tales. sweet her, tales yeah yeah
0: besides her what are like five other twitch streamers you could recommend to me and the people listening if they want to check someone out that you think yeah is cool?
1: tim the tat man is amazing uh i would say he's one of the bigger like him the Tap man? streamers tim the tat man like tattoos hang on i gotta plug in my computer it's on low. Little- Tim the Tatman. Yep. He looks cool. He, yeah, he has uh, been streaming for a while and also build up his community really well. Um, he plays with Nick, Merckx and Closey, which are also Warzone streamers, but they do... So they primarily do Warzone, but Nick and Tim will open up their streams with, like, just talking, and they'll do podcasts. Tim does actually $25 donos, and he gives, like, shout-outs and stuff and says stuff, and he he's a really cool guy. I, like, need to pull up my Twitch to f- figure out who else I follow. And it, it, it depends on what you're looking for, too. I have a streamer that I watched that plays Fortnite. His name's Action Man, and he was a former heroin addict. So I like, he's kind of crazy and he does a lot of rages, but his story is really cool too. And I resonated with that a little bit. Not that he goes on
0: big rants.
1: He'll like punch his wall. He, he's like kind of crazy.
0: I <laughs> typed in action man on YouTube in the first it's word. It's
1: 7 Yeah. The
0: first word was action man rage. Yeah. Let's He'll see
1: like, it. <laughs> it's cra- it's cra- crazy. But the fact that he was on heroin for 10 years, got himself clean and is still here and living. And he does a really good job of keeping people engaged. He does fills with Fortnite and he's hilarious talking to people. So we found him because he was doing a hot tub stream in a bathtub and he's <laughs> like, He's very, very high. He's allowed to do that because he lives in Chicago. He's smoking on stream. And me and my friends found it one night, and we were like, what is this? Because this is the funniest I thing I smoke a lot seen. of
0: weed, but I'm also like, I don't ever show it in a TikTok. Because I thought you can't show it.
1: TikTok is not. TikTok's worse with TOS. But Twitch, I think if it's legal in your state, you're fine. So he'll, uh, I mean, if you turn on his stream right now, you'll probably catch him. He's got his whole yeah. long in frame, and he's, he's ripping it. So um, there's that. I'm trying to think of who else I follow that's pretty... I mean Jordy 2D is in the Call of Duty streamer. He was the Sonic guy. He would wear the Sonic head and he he's kind of funny. He does some some weird things. I I I resonate more with like the funny people than just people who are who are plain good, but I, I follow a few phase people because I like I like watching good streamers as well. It's just what you're looking for. I'm trying to think of like who other people watch. I, I'm actually kinda like I'm somewhat he adds people on Snapchat, so I've had conversations with him about like content creating and twitch before he's pretty big on TikTok as well but for different reasons just for these ridiculous clips that he has it's it's insane but he he also went on a podcast that i um a bigger gaming podcast i don't know i forget the name of it and talked about his story and i was just like i was so intrigued by it i was just blown away i was like this is so
0: cool i do like comeback stories yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, he's got like all of these action man rage moment compilations (laughs)
1: yeah he has like anger problems when it comes to games for sure
0: no my question is though just like watching it if i didn't know the backstory or the heroin all that stuff and i just saw this guy i would assume this is like his angle like his shtick and that
1: i think it is though i think so he says like oh the game makes me do it and i you know i i'm i wish i wasn't like this but i feel like he's using it like it's his thing like it's, it's his demo, yeah. like if he didn't do it, I feel like people would be like, and he started with Halo and went to Fortnite and that's all he's he solo. He just streams Fortnite. He's had a lot of success with that and he hates it apparently, but he doesn't want to lose his, what he's got. So he keeps it going. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it seems a little bit like maybe – I think a lot of these people, they have some sort of quirk about their personality that does make them interesting. That's what it's about. you got to be yourself. Right. But then you lean into it because it's what people find interesting about you. And Mm -hmm. I'm just watching these compilations, and it's like – I think he's leaning into this a little bit. Like he's got this wall that's all torn down and insulation's coming out, Mm -hmm. and he's – he could probably yeah. fix that if you wanted.
1: <laughs> well, he got a new place that has like a dummy wall. So that's, that's what he's been punching lately. But his old place, which are some of the clips, I'm sure from there was up. It was a mess. It was. <laughs> and that's the other thing we like. So when we found him doing the hot tub stream or the shower tub stream.
0: I like him for that already.
1: It was it was so funny. We were we were crying laughing. <laughs> we were just going through the hot tub streams at the time and trying to find one like just make fun of these women and we see this like he's 31 years old i think or (laughs) something he's sitting in his shower like oh my gosh we were just crying but um yeah after we found him there we're like oh wow his walls are really messed up and he 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 gets really intense but he's a cool dude and he's doing something for himself and yeah comeback story so that's been a great one and then like i said tim is just funny because he's just he's pretty big he's probably one of the bigger twitch streamers like of all of all time and then like i said sweet tales crusader is great
0: I don't know. If you had, if uh, Bill Gates came to you and was Mm -hmm. like, I want to pay you whatever money you need to make the greatest FPS game ever, what would you make? What would you combine? What games would you pull inspiration from? In your opinion, how would you make the greatest FPS game?
1: I probably I probably make a Kingdom Hearts. I would love this Disney. I'm not a huge Disney person, but I'd probably pull some kind of like if I could get characters from the movie scenes or like like you know Fortnite's incorporated a lot of Marvel and yeah. I love Star Wars too. I guess there are Star Wars games that exist. I've played some of them, but if I could somehow combine all these characters and like make a some kind would of would you shooter do it like
0: Overwatch them? where it's like each character is like yeah has like a class they and have you like pull a from type Disney of power
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that would be. That'd be so sick. Now that I'm, i never have thought about this until you asked this question. Now that it's like formulating in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, okay, here, Bill, take my money. Like, I will tell you what to do with it. This is my idea.
0: <laughs> is that how it, I've never played Warzone? Is it there? Like different classes and specialties, or is it just you have your loadout no, and it's just skills?
1: say, you got your yeah. loadout, of skills, and there's new meta and OP guns like every other week. But uh Apex is is the way that you're describing. Yeah, you might know that already. Um and then, you know, Rainbow Six Siege has that aspect too. And I feel like there's another game that I'm missing besides Overwatch and that. Oh, Valorant, I think is Valorant. Yes. I've never played Valorant, so I don't know much about it, but I think it's that same aspect where you have power. And I like that some characters have something unique with them. I think it's a cool concept. I wish Warzone did more with it, but Warzone is is the way that it is and I if Halo made a bR but they're probably not going to it sucks but. I
0: think halo in they said halo infinite's multiplayer is gonna be free and separate from the single player, like two separate yeah. games, yeah, and there's gonna be like I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna have because you could do like a class based system in the lore of the game there's all these different Spartans that have different yeah, you right. could definitely do it I don't think they will though that's like a that like team based style is it's almost like its own genre isn't isn't there a name for that the genre that overwatch is Is it's called a team shooter or something i think there's a term
1: maybe i don't i don't know it i because i also don't play overwatch but there probably is some kind of terminology for that as well
0: let's see what style of game is overwatch Uh, there's a term overwatch is a team-based shooter yeah like uh okay i think uh I think Team Fortress was like the ones that started that Valve. I think Team Fortress okay. was the, the might be the OG team shooter. Someone's gonna someone's gonna message me in anger and tell me how wrong. You <laughs> <are>. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I uh, I can't really think of anything else. So I don't have a ton like I can connect with because I don't know that much. I don't even. I didn't even. Know you could get people subs on freaking Twitch. What's a? Uh, I guess <laughs> so. If someone like me and mm-hmm. and I wanted to get into Twitch, what would be your mm-hmm. like five? pieces of advice if i want to start diving down the t- twitch rabbit hole sure sure me.
1: first use other social your advantage i would most likely suggest tiktok and i could go on a bunch of rants of what to do with that but um tiktok is going to be huge for pulling people i've most of the following that i've gained has come from there like the, the um accessibility, or I don't even know if that's the right word. Getting noticed on Twitch when you don't have a lot of viewers is very, very hard. So building your viewers throughout some other method is going to be key. I'd also say having something that makes you stand out, like that brands you, like that you want your stream to be about. I've used nutrition in the past to kind of build that up for me. I'm a dietitian, so I've done nutrition streams and things like that.
0: So you're saying like you do streams where you're not even gaming, you just talk about nutrition? You just
1: chat about things, yeah. yeah. And I think like some people... Really, you put emphasis on mental health or do other things, which I've done that as well. I tried to do that. Um, I'd also say networking is huge. So talking to other Twitch streamers, other gamers, jumping in streams, supporting people, kind of having that that small streamer support and, and making friends that way. You said five things and I've only listed three. Play a game that you love, like regardless. Like you don't want to be forced into playing something you don't like. Um, there are apps that can tell you like, oh, play this game and it's the best for viewership. But you don't want to be playing a game that you don't enjoy playing and just don't get discouraged i would say too because it's really easy there's a there's a lot that it's it might take a while for you to build up it might take a while for you to get noticed on tiktok it might take a while for all that but getting you can't give up on it you gotta you gotta do it because you love playing video games not because you're trying to to make it necessarily
0: so people can sniff it out if you're not genuine
1: well i don't even know if it's that but you'll just get you'll just probably get angry and want to quit, you know, yeah. because again, it takes a while, even as a girl, like who, you know, girls have it easy on Twitch or whatever they might say. I- I've been streaming for a little under a year now and I just hit a thousand followers today. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily come, come easy. And this is after I've been putting in a lot of work with TikTok and that yeah. and networking and, and all that stuff. So I've been doing those things and trying to figure it out. It just takes some time. You just gotta be patient.
0: I agree with the TikTok thing. I've been, I've been ranting to every, to every guest that comes on that does some sort of gaming content. And the, most of them that I brought on, I would say the vast majority, 90-something percent of them don't have a TikTok. And I'm like, hey, man, I've been posting the same shit on TikTok and Instagram for like two years. My TikTok is 100x bigger than my Instagram it's just way more kind like and I don't even stream I mean I I I record myself playing games I don't stream it and then I basically my steal is I get super drunk I play old games and I just talk (laughs) shit and maybe in a two-hour session I'll have like one 10 second funny moment that I I can put onto TikTok or something it's done really really well for me and people just like there's still this stigmata of like TikTok is bad and for little kids and and I will I I will warn them I'll say okay just so you know because you're gonna get on TikTok And for the first month, all you're going to see is underage girls in bikinis Dancing. It's like, don't worry about it. Just (laughs) scroll on by. Start interacting with shit you like. Eventually, it'll figure out what you're into. And that Mm -hmm. will fade away.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You just got
0: to get through that. Like, you got to let the China... The Chinese, uh, the algorithms. Figure out what you like. (laughs) Spy on your whole life and figure out what you like. And once they spy on your whole life, I I mean, my TikTok is like, it's so dangerously good. I mean, it will be like a gaming clip. Then it'll be like, oh, you like jujitsu and MMA. Oh, you like snowboarding. Oh, you like Mm -hmm. comedy. Oh, you like gaming. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to cycle through and it's too good it's too good
1: i get. i always get tarot card readings when <laughs> you, right after i've gone through a breakup or someone's dumped it me knows. And it's like it knows it's like but they're like oh he's coming back don't worry this uh. is what we're gonna say. and i'm like damn you tick. it's it's never any other time either literally i've only ever seen them like when i'm upset about something and i'm like this is just too this is too weird like and then I'm like, oh, it is a sign because they don't come up any other time. And I'm like, no, that's stop. interesting.
0: I've never <laughs> seen a tarot card reading, but I do. No get... one
1: else. has. Really? Yeah, I've never I, I seen to a one. lot of people about this. And I'm like one of the only ones and I get them. Oh, but again, after like really life changing events or something that happens, it's like here's these cards and telling me my future. I'm like, damn yeah. it.
0: I really do think jokes aside. I mean, I think TikTok does gather a lot of information outside of your usage on the app. <laughs> Yes. That's why it's so good though. It's like it's catch 22. Right. They're stealing more of your data than other apps, but that's also why it's way better at knowing what you like and what you mm-hmm. want. Well, I almost wouldn't say knowing what you like. It knows what's going to keep your attention, yep. which isn't always yep. a good thing because these social media apps can keep your attention with things that are negative. Um, that's another mm-hmm. way to keep you on platform. So I have to be careful. Like I'll find myself, I'll be up in line or something. Like I'll watch a couple of TikTok videos and then I'll 15 minutes later, it's like, um, oh shoot! Yeah, I need to be productive. Twenty minutes later, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. but it's good. I agree. Like if I were to, um, I'm not trying to do the Twitch thing, but I would say if you're going to create any sort of gaming content, it, it I think it's because TikTok has grown so much that I, mm-hmm. I think the demand and the supply haven't equalized yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of people I know that, oh, I started making stuff on uh, TikTok. I've been on Instagram. And all of a sudden my TikTok's bigger than my Instagram in a month. And I've been on Instagram for three years. I'm like, yeah. I told you, I told you. Yeah,
1: There's a guy too that I like follow or a couple of people that'll give tips for streamers on TikTok and other things. And it's just crazy that if you put, po- I mean, the more often you post, the more likely you are to go viral and and things. I always, I'll do posts and I'll like, oh, this is a really good one and nothing happens. And yep. then I'll post them like I did yesterday. And then it's like, it blows up. And I'm like, I, I didn't expect that at all. Like I, the one that I posted a while back that went viral. I mean, it's almost at 1 million views. I really didn't think anything of it. I was scared to post it. I was like, I don't know what this is going to, how this is going to do. What
0: was that video? What was the context of that video?
1: Um, So it was a stitch with another video and it was like, name something that you find attractive. That's like non-sexual. And I was like, I really think it's attractive when guys can hit quick scopes. So I had all (laughs) kinds of comments flooding in. I can see why Um, that did good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I
1: I I'm so I meant it from my heart. Like I didn't even I wasn't even joking. And it was just crazy. I had a lot of bigger like streamer people too, like not huge, but like bigger guys comment on it as well, which was really cool to see. It's just crazy because you can find celebrities on there. You might be on their for you page someday. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could these people that I look up to in the gaming world are, are commenting on my stuff and that wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for I don't know, TikTok's just such a cool app and you're not gonna get that with other apps, I don't think. So I don't know. I was like in shock seeing some of these names pop up or this person has played with this person before and I love them. And I'm like, it just makes the world so much smaller. And it it was just insane to see. So yeah, that that was the first one that went that went big time, and I was like, "Come on!" And then, of course, like I said, I didn't really, I didn't really do my makeup well, and all that kind of thing. People are commenting physical stuff, and I'm like, "If I would have known this would have reached so many people, I then I would have yeah. like <laughs> tried to look a little better." Jeez, sorry. <laughs> it is yeah, they it it can
0: be rough. There's a kid that had like a facial deformity and he was mm-hmm. responding to some comments and then i went into the comment section and i was just like damn like it's weird it's it can be like you can find community and you can also just find misery
1: mean well there's a lot yeah. of people out there that are just again, they might have something wrong with themselves and they're just uh, going on TikTok to... I had a guy comment on my post yesterday and he's like, I usually go on TikTok to like troll people and like tell them, you know, mean things and and laugh at them. And he's like, for once, I don't want to do this. This is like really wholesome. (laughs) I'm like, gee, thanks.
0: (laughs) I'm glad. Maybe you should try that more often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What would be your goal? Like, uh, So did you start streaming as... Obviously, you didn't start it to, quote, make it be a full-time. You had a full-time job. You said mm-hmm. you you're, you're married, right?
1: I'm not married. No, I'm I you just, just twenty seven. Um, no. You said something about said.
0: your husband, for sure.
1: I didn't mean to, because oh, I'm not married. Maybe you were
0: joking, because I thought because <laughs> you kept making. These, I
1: probably was joking.
0: You were making these like breakup jokes, and then you said something about a husband, so I was like, "No, and then nope, you, I." And then you were talking about tarot cards. Like it only comes yeah. up, and then I and I was like. <laughs> Did she get divorced? Do I ask her about if she got divorced? No, no, no.
1: I'm 27 and just very single again, getting sick in like a pivotal time of everybody kind of finding the ones um, has made things difficult. And I, uh, yeah, I just get way too nervous to date. I don't know. It's not, it's just not been working out for me. And now I'm putting all my effort into streaming and all that kind of stuff. So I don't even, I don't even have a lot of time to do it anymore
0: the reason I asked is I was like, I was thinking like, okay, if, if what was you, what's your end goal with streaming? You said you didn't start, you know, as a job, but if things continue to go that direction, I mean, has your mind shifted and are you thinking like, maybe I'm going to take, keep doing this streaming thing and maybe it's going to go somewhere. Yes. I probably
1: would never go full time because I, I love helping people. I love being a dietitian. That's, that's my first um, probably true love, but I could see myself going part time with my job and then um, more time streaming. Like, not—I don't know if I'd be full time at that point, but I could see myself cutting down on my regular job if that were the case. But I, I really love working and I love what I'm doing. Like, I—it's great. I, I won't say the company that I work for, but I, I do help change lives. I feel like every day and have an impact on people oh, with their health. So I thought you money. were
0: like a freelance people hired you, but you work for a company doing product design. Yeah.
1: No, I, I health coach. I, I help oh, them with their diabetes prevention okay. program. So um, I'm working with people and helping them preventing dia- getting diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. How do I not suck. get
0: diabetes? Tell me. Because I don't want diabetes.
1: Uh, <laughs> honestly, weight loss and staying active activity is a big thing. And then just keeping your weight under control.
0: It's not sugar? I thought it was related to like too much sugar.
1: So it can be, but weight loss is the biggest way to decrease it from happening. So I would say just, just stay healthy and stay active and you'll probably be fine. Some of it's it's a little bit genetic too, so you can't always help what what the risk factors are. But that's what we primarily do: is help keep people active, help them getting to lose weight. And um, carbohydrates play a role in influencing your blood sugar, but it's not like the end all be all. I the mean, sugars are gonna yeah. sugars are gonna make you bigger anyway. They're gonna put you're gonna put on weight if you're consuming a lot of added sugar. So I guess it does. You know, it all, it all kind of coexists. But
0: what seems to be the most success? Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. What well, seems to be the most successful advice that you give people to lose weight? Because that's a like thing that like everyone's been talking about for 100 years trying to. You yeah. know what I mean,
1: my big spiel with it all is portion control. I swear okay. to God, if everybody ate smaller portions, even if it was of the unhealthy stuff, we'd be in a lot better boat. But America is built on these massive fucking meals and we're just eating way too much at a time. And I I'm pretty small myself and I would attribute it to portion control because I don't eat I'm not the healthiest person there is out there. I eat a lot of, uh, I dine out a lot and I get a lot of fast food. Not I don't like all fast food. I would say like Chick-fil-A, like a little higher class fast food, in my opinion, not <laughs> not your McDonald's and that. What is, but
0: what, yeah, I would say Chick-fil-A is a tier above McDonald's. I would agree. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Chick-fil-A, Jimmy John's. Um, I get like, I don't know. I get Cane's sometimes stuff like that. It's just like a little, not, not your, nuggets where you don't know where they're coming from but yeah portion control is my biggest thing that i preach to
0: people is there something so. you preach as like how uh, what can you eat to manage cravings so you don't over portion you don't overeat Is you, do you get aspartame
1: into that? leads to a lot of cravings so i tell people uh artificial sweeteners can cause you to crave more things mm. which is ironic um which is found in like you know all your diet diet drinks and that um Cravings are tricky though, because it's like, do you find alternatives to manage them? Do you eat things in moderation and hope that that satisfies the craving? The more you try to say, I'm not going to eat something, the more you want to eat it. So you do need to like find a balance between eating all these things. If I say I'm never going to eat chocolate again, that feels really restrictive. My brain's going to be like, "Mm, go get some chocolate, you know? Um, But yeah, it's just like finding what works best for that person. I don't think there's like a right answer for dieting or weight loss for every single person. I was hoping you're going to give me
0: the silver bullet. I just, <laughs> I train hard, but man, I, I just get hungry and then I just eat and like if well, I, I'm i afraid yeah. of when I get old and I can, if I, as I get older and I can't train as hard, I'm worried about like, cause I won't be able to just train hard and whatever. I'll just train hard and eat whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. I were, I just, I don't know. I've never been able to control. I get like, I call it the demon. <laughs> Sometimes I get this demon and I can just eat and. a Look, I don't get full. I can just It could be
1: something with sleep. It could be something with stress. It could be something with um, water intake. There's a lot of other things that are influencing hunger cues than just being hungry. So it's something to look into with that too. Well, sleep is huge for hunger cues.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've been hearing more on different podcasts about the importance of sleep and learning. I've been going mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole of like, how do I get better at the things that I'm trying to get better at faster? I'm only getting mm-hmm. older and dumber. And uh, there's been a lot of people talking about you need to f- focus on something very heavily, wear yeah. yourself out, and then you need to sleep on it. And that's how skills are acquired. Uh, I can, Interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, I've been hearing about the importance of sleep more and more. So I should probably yeah. think about that. Look into it. <laughs> Sweet. Where can people find you? online
1: um yeah tazy is pretty much what i go by on everything i was going to
0: ask you where did that name come from because it's very so it's some sort of acronym of your name but how did you come up with that name
1: um so tazy is a name that a lot of my friends have called me for a long time probably just because it's really easy to say and like jay-z tazy i don't know it's a rolls off the tongue but um the gg i had a really weird twitch name before and my friends were like you got to shorten it you got to make it something better and gg is something that people say in gaming world for a good game So and I also am like kind of that person. I I don't want toxic vibes. I, I, you know, I want everyone to feel like they they're in a good spot when they're gaming with me or wherever. So that's kind of just what I what I thought about it. It just kind of goes off the tongue too. Z rhymes with G. I don't know. It just worked out really nicely. So
0: when I first saw it. I was like, that could be a good like rap name. Like you could be the next like Lizzo or Cardi B with that name.
1: <laughs> I always said if I was a rapper, I'd go by Tazy at least. But we're not. Yeah. That's not part of the plan just yet.
0: have <laughs> You're not. You haven't been inspired to do any rap videos. Maybe do a rap video and it'll go viral on TikTok. Who knows? Oh
1: my gosh! No, I had one of those in college. I made up a rap and we did a music video for it, and it went viral for the wrong reasons. On. Um, <laughs> tfm friday fails and i was mortified and it's uh now no longer it doesn't exist it does exist but it does not exist i was gonna ask
0: how do i find this clip
1: nope nope I, it's not a public video cause I got in trouble for it too by my sorority. So they were like, you have to take it down.
0: Uh, I was going to say what, so what, what, what platforms were like, what did it go viral on at that time? YouTube. It YouTube. was a YouTube video.
1: Yep. It only got 12,000 views, which isn't crazy, but for but somebody that's never day, had anything yeah. go viral and stuff, I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, that was like with me taking it down after, you know, a day or two too. So it was, it was mortifying, but. It, yeah it's out there it's just not out there for the public anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day you'll uh you get confident enough to release it to the public as a joke
1: yeah i'll probably show my stream one day it's it's funny it's just me being if people didn't know me though and, and you know the people that saw it didn't they they were easy to, quick to judge like what is this girl doing but it was just me being a jokester and trying to be funny so
0: Casey gg everywhere is it the same on uh everything instagram twitch tiktok all exactly the same
1: yep that's uh, you're where find me
0: smarter than me look at that <laughs> yeah that's one big mistake i make so i didn't ever plan to do this i just sort of happened and by the time i signed up for everything everything was like a different handle and that's it's tough like, yeah whatever doesn't matter <laughs> what is your all-time i guess we asked this but if you had one moment or one memory to wrap us up. Okay. What would it be in gaming?
1: I honestly could just go with I mean if if I could do something that happened recently, definitely. Today we just um hit 1000 followers on Twitch, which is a big milestone for me. And I did my first custom game match. In order to do a custom game in Warzone, you have to have at least 24 people. And I held off on that for a while because I was trying to build my community up and make sure I had the right people and enough people to even make it happen. And we hit it today. And it was just really good vibes playing with everybody. I liked knowing everybody in the lobby. And I got a little emotional. It was just like, I finally felt like I'm doing this. This is this is my community. It's all coming together. This is what I wanted. And it it was a really good feeling. So I definitely came in, came off a little bit of a high coming into this today, into this podcast. I'm sure there are other moments and memories, but that's just the one sticking out to me the most right now, yeah. because it's just been, it's just been such a ride. And I think people that are, if people listen to this, that are grinding for Twitch and stuff, they'll understand that and when they have those moments and those feelings, it's just like, you're on cloud nine. It's incredible. And you finally feel like it's, it's, it's all for a reason. I'm doing this for a reason and people are happy to be here. And
0: yeah, it's definitely validating. I mean, mm-hmm. People say like, it shouldn't matter whether you get big or people see you, but if you're creating content in any way, shape or form, part of you wants people to connect with it that's like yeah yeah and and uh yeah i could see well, it's that. not
1: always for the reasons of the like like the money or anything yes. you just want people to to be there and to witness it and stuff and that's kind of where i went with it too so i think that that's different than maybe people that are like i'm trying to get big so i can not not work a day in my life or something yeah. you know
0: what is uh i've heard the term thrown around again my sorry for my twitch ignorance you're good Twitch partner, you have to get a certain size to become a partner, right? Yeah, it- that's
1: a it's a hard feat to get. Um, you have to average, I think, like seventy five viewers a stream or something like that, and stream for a number of days um, per month, I think, and have a certain number of no, maybe not have followers. There's affiliate, and then there's partner. Affiliates when you can start making money at least, and then partners like that next step. And I don't even know what how partners vary from affiliates as far as like payouts and stuff. I've
0: never looked into it. So it's more it's more common complex than just how many followers you have.
1: Yeah. It's like averaging viewer. That's probably the hardest part to get partners that average viewer count. Um, you'll really, you, it's really hard to get 75 average for a stream. I, I, tonight we were popping out around 35 the whole time, which is huge for me. Cause I don't ever pull that many, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long road before I hit yeah. that number, but I'm, I'm totally fine with, with where I'm at right now. And there's no rush to get partner. I'm just, I'm just coasting and enjoying where I'm at.
0: What, uh, what benefits come. So you said affiliate gives you the ability to make money. Mm-hmm. what extra benefits come from being a partner
1: i think you get like a bigger payout maybe or they kind of pay you in general i i have no idea that's what i have to look up still i'm not entirely sure so i'm well, not hopeful
0: there so apparently we both don't know enough about twitch
1: right right so, all right and you're the, I'm twitch the master one on it so <laughs>
0: <laughs> jay-z tay-z tay gg everywhere hey i yep. want to say thanks for coming on like i uh i have a i struggle sometimes getting guests i'll just like randomly hit people up mm-hmm. and uh, it's very rare that I'll hit someone up and they'll respond as quickly as you and hop on a podcast oh, as you. Normally, perfect. it requires me being like way more persistent and annoying for at least <laughs> like two to six weeks. So I, I got you. I appreciate that. Definitely. I'll put this shit in the podcast description where you can find her if you want to the thing i don't like about tiktok is there's no way to like uh like look at someone's backlog you can't like mm-hmm. organize it. you just have to scroll and scroll and scroll so by My, the time someone sees this the clip that spawned this whole conversation
1: it might be a little bit older yeah it's
0: going to be buried yeah. like a while down but the thumbnail is you crying so just look yes. for it
1: a- <laughs> it's going to be the only one like that too just So find, I'm just sure.
0: find the thumbnail of her crying her eyes out that'll be the clip that makes. Made me emotional and reached out to her and uh, yada, yada, yada. Thank you so much for for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Adios, everybody. Bye-bye.